You're listening to Season 2 of NFT 365. Talking crypto, blockchain, Web3, non-fungible tokens, metaverse, and... What the f*** is a non-fungible token? We'll get to that. It's time for today's episode of NFT 365. Powered by the ADHD coin, here's your host and digital futurist, Brian Fanzo. This show is not financial advice, so do your own damn research. What's up, friends? Welcome back to another episode of NFT 365. For those of you that have been on this journey since day one, uh, you know one of the, the beauties of this journey is that we get to learn together. We get to experiment together. We get to fail together. And in many cases, we also get to um, explore the unknown, be the early adopters, the pioneers, those that are, are really setting out to do what no one else has done before. But in some cases, doing what, el- what no, no one else has done before can also lead us down a path to, in many cases, building things, creating things, believing in things, that eventually down the road, we start to recognize some of the things that maybe we should have been aware of beforehand or some of the things that we needed to think about. And I will tell you, you know, as a marketer, as a technologist, you know, I've, I've preached a lot about the importance of not building on rented land, right? For those that don't know what that means, you know, we don't own our Instagram profile, right? If Instagram just shut down all of a sudden tomorrow, um, where would you go to find all the pictures you have on Instagram? Where would you go to all your connections, right? That's, it's rented land, which ultimately just means that we don't control, you know, all of the moving parts around what we're building. And in many cases, rented land has been the, the existence of the internet, right? It's allowed us to scale, allows us to, you know, create, in many cases, allows us to create without costing us any money, right? We don't pay, we don't pay for Instagram, but what we are paying for Instagram with is our data and our information. And that like kind of trade-off is that we don't own ultimately, you know, our, our relationships. We don't own our content on that platform. Uh, and so that's always been like a, a little bit of a interesting uh, area. But I will also say I've been a big believer of going to where your audience is, right? And kind of understanding that if your audience is on the rented land and the rented land makes the most sense, then there are plenty of benefits and things that exist on said rented land that can be valuable for all those parties involved. So I will tell you, you know, back in, um, if we reset this all the way back till January of 2021, right? So two years ago, actually, it's kind of, kind of poignant. Two years ago right now, right where we are at right now, one of the things that was really strong, I was hitting me strong as we were coming coming through the the global pandemic. Uh, as I was looking at platforms like uh, Clubhouse, Social Audio, uh, as well as uh, Twitter Spaces, as I was examining what the future of community uh, really meant as we move forward, one of the things that I that really jumped out at me in the Web three movement was well, actually there was a couple of things. One of them was you know was just even the idea of decentralization, right? And the idea that no one entity, no one one landlord would control or be able to filter or um, prevent or police what we were, were kind of building upon, right? That's the, the promise of decentralization. While at the same time, one of the core components that I was looking for that I believe has been lacking in Web 2, and in many cases, Web 1 as well, was this sense of ownership, 
within a community, right? And when you think about that, when I think about communities and traditional communities, what does ownership mean, right? And one of them is that as a group that believes in this like greater uh, community, you know, it's the rising tide lifts all ships, right? And I think that's been something that I've talked a lot about. You know, I know many of us have kind of uh, preached and it's, it's the premise of this podcast, right? We is greater than me. And I believe since the start that the goal of this community was that we all grow together, right? And as we get rewarded, we get rewarded together. But the truth of it also is when we have to learn tough lessons, we have to learn those tough lessons together as well. And I will tell you, when I was researching or I was approached by Rally to create the ADHD coin, I, I did my due diligence. I will tell you, I went out of my way to research, to to look at what are the other options in the marketplace. You know, at the time I was about to launch a Patreon page um, for my Misfit Mafia speaker community that I was launching. And I will tell you, there were some things that Rally provided that really jumped out at me. One of them being the fact that they had already kind of gone through the SEC uh, probe and process um, to build out what they believed was a creator coin economy which I just loved that they had already done some of that, um, that, uh, that work that I hadn't done yet. They were also happened to be backed by a venture capitalist company or brand that I was very familiar with, um, have heard, you know, seen some of the amazing things um, that they've been doing known as A16Z. And that was another big win, right? The other piece of this is as the more I talked to um, Rally and the creator group that was there, was that this idea that it wasn't going to be a security and that it was going to be able to enable a, a layer two uh, kind of onboarding for my audience without them having to have a MetaMask or an exchange or any of those other kind of moving parts that you know we, we know exist in this Web3 um, world. And so one of the things that I was, you know, as I looked at Rally, I also looked at they had this rewards mechanism, right? Where uh, based on the percentage of coins that you held, you were able to, you know, be uh, to receive uh, weekly rewards. They also had what they, uh, you know, kind of sold to us as um, creator, uh, a creator community, where we we as coin creators would be able to learn from each other and then have to kind of grow together. We wouldn't be launching something um, on our own, kind of outside of the outside of uh, other creators. They also had a very strong developer community with platforms like Bonfire that were already in their um, eco, you know, in their in their kind of plans. And then they had also had presented us that they had an NFT marketplace that they are working on. That the fact that they were layered two, and they were really focused on onboarding creators communities into Web three seamlessly. Now, one could argue, did they did they execute on that? I, I I'm not here to to argue on that point. But all of these things, to me, made it just a no-brainer to launch within Rally compared to launching it on my own, right? The, the, not only like the liquidity component, the rewards component, the SEC component, but there was also some other moving parts of this, right, where I was being able to align with other creators that I believed in, right? Other um, you know, creators that were building um, in you know, ways that I respected and even people that I respected. Now... Over the last 18 months since we launched ADHD Coin at March, um, we've we've been um, I've been amazed 
by all of those, many of you that are listeners to the podcast that have supported the coin, right? That maybe you, you, you bought some of the coin, maybe you won some of the coin from our game nights or some of our giveaways. Um, one could argue I was without question the number one uh, person or creator on the platform that gave away free airdrops in the Discord on a sometimes multiple times in a week, just airdropping those that were active and rewarding those that in, engaged um, in our community. And I will say what I what I started to find was that the Rally ADHD coin became kind of the the fungible token to the NFTs that we had launched, right? And and when I looked at the fungible token supporting the podcast, ADHD coin made a lot of sense. When I looked at how what are, what are ways that we are going to support the Mint 365 buying an NFT every day for a year, I looked at NFTs for that, right? And so we dropped the founders NFTs as well as the super uh, powered NFTs uh, to support the Mint 365 initiative. Well, as we kind of broke in uh, to the next year, which was about a year ago today, I realized that one of the other components of fungible versus non-fungible creator coins versus, you know, ETH coins versus, you know, other things that are going on was that I wanted to reward those that were the early adopters, those that were here early supporting us, you know, kind of learning with us, growing with us. And so we released what I what I determined as the 1093 uh, Superfans NFT, which is 1093, which is just based on that idea that the, uh, you know, you're a thousand true fan model, right? If you have a thousand true fans, that's where you start off with. And so as, over the, the last year since launching the, uh, 1093. One of the things that we we looked at the Crater Coin um, to kind of solve was how do we use that to reward, incentivize, and create truly a creator economy within our Discord, right? And and we started to to build that, right, where people were able to to buy and sell their services with ADHD Coin within our Discord, right? We saw people selling things. We saw people, um, you know, uh, negotiating different, you know, deals. And I thought that was such a, a powerful experience. The problem that I've learned over this time is that in many ways, the things that I believe in for Web3 and decentralization were not really facilitated to us as rally creators. So we did not own our contract for our coin. We did not own, in many cases, the relationship or the direct access to all of you coin holders, right? That was one of the things that was disconnected. Um, there was also a real big learning curve or gap between moving from a layer two to a layer one. Now, some creators you know, launched their coin, spent a little bit of time, three or four months working um, on building it, and then kind of gave up. Um, other other creators, uh, you know, found their like kind of nest egg, a group of people, and they built around them. And then there were others that were like myself that, you know, I participated every single month in a rally creator call. I only missed one of those calls as long as I had been a creator. And the idea was sharing what had worked, what had not worked, what I loved, what we didn't love, what were some of the developer secrets, what were some of the things that we, um, you know, kind of believed in. And I will tell you, the team that Rally was building and the people are who I bet on and who I believed in. And I will tell you, that might have been a mistake of mine. And it's not because I don't think those people were good people. But I think one of the things that I now am learning, and I think we can all take away from this, is that with certain things that we that we got, right, with the reward system, the SEC um, kind of set up 
as far as the coin being on the layer two, a lot of those things also came with either caveats or came with things that we had to give up. And one of them was the ultimate, you know, contract control and future of the coin. And so in the fall of this past year, when it was brought to our attention that they, that rally was making some serious changes because of the entire market, right? The global market, right? With Coinbase and all crypto and all NFTs going into the bear market, there are some big changes happening at Rally. And I believed at the time, and I believe that was still the, the best decision at the time, was that to, to kind of stick it through with Rally and believe in what we were building, believe in the, in the crater economy that we could ultimately continue to um, press forward while also doing the research to see what other options were out there for creator coins. And I will tell you, there's a difference between the creator coin that we were building and Chuck E. Cheese tokens, right? Or um, vanity tokens that have no real um, value to create an economy, right? Because the, the essence of this that I've always looked at creator coins for was that they really provide us a decentralized, not attached to one platform not attached to one network, not even attached to one um, way of, of delivering value, right? I loved that you could be a listener of the podcast and hold ADHD coin. You could be a supporter of the Mint 365 initiative and hold ADHD coin. You could support our AI art and the, the projects that we had built there and have ADHD coin. It wasn't siloed. It wasn't like a, an Instagram coin or it wasn't uh, you know, a coin that really um, was attached to one thing. Or so I thought. And I will tell you the thing that I realized is that all of a sudden that the the couple pieces of the creator coin that we had launched that we didn't have control of would end up being leading us to a place that now we are going to have to move forward and kind of re-examine and approach what we do from here on a little bit differently. And so Recently, it was brought to our attention that Rally let all of us creators know, and there was many of them, many of us that are creators that have been uh, guests on this podcast, right? Many um, coin creators have been guests here on NFT365, and they let us know that they have no plans on really supporting the Rally creator ecosystem um, moving forward at the end of this month. So with that being said, we've had to make some adjustments to what our plans are moving forward. And, and part of that is that we are, we want to, I want to make sure to, to, you know, continue to provide value, continue to build the community up, but do what is best for the community as a whole. And so I think, you know, at this current moment, we, uh, we actually posted an update in the Discord. There's also an email that's going out from Rally to all of our ADHD coin holders on giving people a couple different options on, on how they can, what they can do to move forward as a, a coin holder. And I, I still believe in the power of a fungible token versus a non-fungible token. I still believe in the creator economy as a whole, the idea of, of really creating this decentralized uh, community where we have ownership where together we grow and together we are rewarded. But this has also been a, a big lesson to me. And I will tell you, it it, um, it really pains me. It really, I, I mean, I committed wholeheartedly to Rally and not only to Rally and to you, those of you that, that were holding ADHD coin, but also I wanted to give it a hundred percent of my of my focus. I wanted to give it a hundred percent of like what are the like the what I wasn't going to spread out my coin focus on other networks. I wasn't going to move 
into a place that kind of appears like a pyramid scheme. I didn't want to create a Ponzi type environment where we were living, you know, creating coins upon coins. And I was making all of these decisions, I believe, in, in the essence of building what I still believe to this day, which is a community of shared ownership where together the rising tide lifts all ships. The thing that I learned is that that truly cannot exist on a rented land type environment where someone else controls the contract, where someone else controls a lot of the relationships. And, you know, in many ways, it's been a hell of a journey. I've learned a lot. I know many of you have learned a lot. I know many of you wouldn't have been into NFTs if it wasn't for the ADHD coin being um, your onboarding vehicle. I know many of you were able to use your ADHD coin and get a Friday phone call with me every Friday last year. And that was a, a big reward and perk. And so what we're doing is we're, we're kind of phasing into a new, a, a new approach, but we're also making sure that whatever we, we, you know, kind of embrace moving forward, that not only does it, does it match our business model, but it also is something that we own, right? And we as a community own, right? And so I want to be very transparent on that. I am heartbroken and devastated that Rally decided not to move forward. Um, I believe because they were backed by A16Z. And just remember, A16Z is also an investor in OpenSea, an investor in Coinbase. Uh, they are investor in many, many things in Web3. Um, it wasn't that I believe that they were... They, they were too big to fail, but I believed that, that they wouldn't abandon um, what they were building, especially for many of us that were creators. And many of us became influencers of Rally. And I will tell you, I, I say this all the time, no one brand, no one contract, no one company is worth me jeopardizing the trust I have with you, the community. And so I want to say, you know, I know there's a lot of people that have reached out that said, you know, they've earned, they've, they've learned so much from the podcast and from the community that the, the value of the coin wasn't what they were focused on. And I know some people have reached out and said that, you know, that they, that's what they love about this early adoption and they love being on this journey with us. And so we're not going anywhere. I'm still just as bullish on Web3 as I was before. I still believe in fungible tokens as well as non-fungible tokens. I still believe in the, in the coin mechanics that can possibly exist. But I don't believe that those coin mechanics are best for this community in another rented land scenario or moving on to another you know, platform that I'm still attached to the rally creator coin, right? And so uh, for those that hold ADHD coin, you'll be getting an email from rally. Uh, you can jump over the discord and see what some of the, the necessary steps are for us to move forward. But I think there's some really amazing lessons in this, right? And I think I want to take a lot of the wins away from this that many of us had, right? The idea of what does it all mean to create a, a gated community and tokenize, right? How do we create different layers and different levels? But I will also say that part of this is about pivoting, about embracing the unknown. And can I say that we will launch a new coin um, in 2023? I don't know. I can't say yes and I can't say no because we are going to research and decide what are the best options for us to kind of grow a lot of this community, this, this brand, this mission that we have? I will also say that, you know, this falls into a do your own damn research for all of us, right? And we have to be held accountable for the decisions we made. And, and I'm okay being held accountable for the decisions that we've made along the way here with ADHD coin. And I, I just really appreciate 
so many of you supporting, so many of you believing in us, and um, and we're going to learn from this, and it's going to be a, a beautiful future that I believe we will be able uh, to create, empowering a superpowered movement and believing in this creator economy that we can ultimately build where the rising tide lifts all boats. So I hope, you know, as we look back, it's interesting for me, you know, a lot of podcast episodes early on were about the creator coin. And I believe the creator coin concept as a whole needs to be re-looked at and need to be approached a little bit differently. And it's different than a Doge or a Shiba Inu coin or even ApeCoin and, and what some of these other communities have existed. You know, I'm a holder of many coins in many NFT communities, and most of them are going to run into very similar problems that we ran into with Rally. And lastly, I'll just leave it with this, is that you know, failure is not something that has ever scared me. I think failure sucks. I think failure is something that we have to examine along the way. We have to be okay. We have to accept the emotions of it hurting when we fail. But I believe the reason failure doesn't scare me is because I don't look at failure as a permanence. I don't believe that I will ever settle for failure. And I may believe many of you agree with that. And so we are moving forward. We're hopefully going to be rewarding people with 1093 NFTs. You're going to have the shades of ADHD NFTs, uh, as well as some additional announcements that we have very soon around the Mosaic collection going up for auction, uh, as well as some other things that we have in the works for, for you, the community. And so uh, although this, after the 18 months, um, could be looked at as a failure, it's been one that uh, I'm very thankful to have been a part of. And uh, just like everything else that I've done where I've been an early adopter, is that I believe what we've learned has far outweighed the the amount of risk and the amount of ups and downs that we've had to encounter. And that ultimately we are, we are all better off today than we were before as far as what we've learned and that we will continue to embrace, adopt uh, to the, you know, adapt to the future and ultimately create a community where we are greater than me. So stay tuned for more on that. Make sure you're subscribed to our email newsletter. We're going to put a, a link to the newsletter here. We are using paragraph Paragraph is a Web3 platform that's allowing you to sign up for your email newsletter with your email address or your Ethernet wallet. For those that are anonymous, I know some people uh, have struggled to see, like, what does it mean for signing up for an email newsletter if you're not doxxed or if you want to use your Web3 presence? Well, we're using Paragraph to do that, which is just another example. We are continuing to push forward, try new things, uh, adapt to new things, because I don't I don't look at any of the, the, these past uh, steps as things that make me less of a believer in Web3. They just make me kind of understand some of the moving parts there. And we're going to talk more about that in their email newsletter. Uh, of course, the podcast will have more on this as we continue to move forward. And so from you know myself as the creator of the ADHD coin, the host of the podcast, the creator of the the Founders NFT, the Super Powered NFTs, the 1093 Superfans NFTs. Uh, I'm excited for what the future holds, but I also know that, you know, the future doesn't hold much if it isn't, you know, built with all of you that are here on this journey with me. So please feel free to, you know, check out our announcement. Uh, do your own damn research. Make the decisions that is best for each of you. And uh, I just want to thank you for coming on the journey. And we got more big things in the works. So until tomorrow or until the next day and until the next 
uh, early adoption thing that we try to push the envelope on. Uh, Cheers, my friends. Make it a great day. Thank you for listening to NFT 365. If you found this helpful, let us know by leaving a review, like, subscribe, share, and do all of those good things. Join our email list to keep up with all things NFT 365. We appreciate you spending a little of your time with us. And as always... 